Hey, everybody, welcome to the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett. Today, we're going to be talking about the kind of prayer that actually creates healing. Now, I know that everybody, when they pray, wants to pray effectively, but this podcast episode is going to get into how to actually make that happen. Now, listen, I want to let you know before we get into the topic that there's a brand new free gift offered by our ministry, Every House. It is a free ebook that I've written to help get people out of a spiritual slump. A lot of people have gone through COVID-19, gone through difficulties, they feel disconnected, and this is going to offer seven ways to get out of that spiritual slump. So make sure you get that. All you need to do is type the word healing into your texting application to 94,000. Again, all you have to do is type healing to 94,000, and that will bring you to a link that you can input your information and you will get a free download. I know this resource is going to help a lot of people, so I really encourage you to download that free ebook called Breakthrough. Okay, guys, let's get into the topic today of the kind of prayer that creates healing. Prayer is one of the greatest privileges of a believer in Jesus Christ. It literally means that we can not only approach God, we can not only be near God, but it means that we could actually commune with God, that we can communicate directly to our Lord and Savior. This means that though we're in the physical realm, the natural world, our prayer actually can move past the natural realm into the supernatural realm, into the heavenlies where the throne of God is seated. And so it's a privilege that's been provided for us because of the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ upon the cross. In Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2, it reads, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Wow. The Bible is declaring that God is always able to hear. He's able to save. But the sins of Israel at that time separated them. And so Jesus Christ now in the New Testament, because he died on the cross, because his blood was shed, and because he's offered to all who believe him the forgiveness of their sins, he has wiped out that separation And now we're able to commune with God and we're able to pray to the Lord. Now, there are many types of prayer that the Bible gives examples of, but it gives something very special to us. It's called the effective and fervent prayer. You see, the Bible says that when the person prays the effective and fervent prayer, it avails much. Now, the word avails in the Greek is isku, and it literally translated means to be strong, to be robust, to have power, to have the kind of power that overcomes something. It is indicative of a strong force uh, to exert or to wield power. That comes from Strong's Concordance. And so this idea is that there is an effective prayer, there's a fervent prayer that has power. 
And that's the kind of prayer that brings healing. The effective and fervent prayer brings healing. The the prayer that is filled with power. Now, it stands to reason that means that there are other kinds of prayer that are ineffective and not fervent and not filled with power. And those are the kinds of prayer that don't get the results. And so when we want to see, well, how can I have that kind of effective or fervent prayer? Uh, Again, that's a very big topic that we can cover for a very long time throughout all the Word of God. But we're going to take a look at one area of Scripture from the letter of James. And we're going to look at chapter 5. If you have your Bibles, I always encourage you to grab a paper Bible, open it up, grab a pencil so that you're able to mark it up, underline things, uh, grab a journal so you can write, you can reflect, because you can stop the podcast at any time. Of course, if you're uh, jogging or walking or uh, uh, under your covers, ready to go to sleep, uh, then uh, you may not be able to do that. Uh, But let's turn to James chapter 5, and we're going to begin with verse 13. It says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Wow, a lot here, and the text is going to go on. We'll look at the rest of the text in a moment. But it describes that if someone is sick, they should call for the elders of the church. And it says, let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, when the Bible is describing this idea of the prayer of faith in verse 15, that is at the heart of a prayer that's going to be effective. And so I'd like to look in Hebrews chapter 11, and we're going to take a look at verse 1 which is a famous chapter that helps us to understand what faith is. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when it says the substance, it means the realization. Uh, The evidence is the confidence. So the, the faith is the realizations Uh, or the realization of things hoped for, is the substance of things hoped for. Hoped for there means expected. It's the evidence of things not seen. In other words, faith is expecting that what you're believing for is actually coming true. Faith says it's there. It's been realized, even though it's not seen. The confidence is there that it's the substance. You have the substance of that thing. So a prayer of faith is going to be a prayer that is receiving the substance of the thing that you're praying for. 
This is very, very powerful and also seen in the Gospel of Mark in chapter 11, verse 22. It says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So again, this prayer of faith is the kind of prayer that has the realization, receiving what they're asking. It is not a, I kind of think maybe somehow, probably not, my prayer is going to be answered. It's rather, God, thank you that I have the answer for my prayer. Thank you, Lord, that I've received it. Lord, I have this. And that's why it says the prayer of the faith will save the sick. Now, I like to talk about that word save because literally translated, it means sozo uh, in Greek. It, It means to save or to deliver someone from harm or illness. Now, the term sozo is used very commonly in the New Testament. And it describes both being saved in the physical of in terms of being healed, but it also is used to describe to be saved in the scripture in terms of salvation. But in many of the texts in the New Testament, it refers to being healed. Uh, we can see that in Mark chapter five, verse twenty-three. Uh, Mark chapter five, verse. 28, the woman with the flow of blood, she said, if I only may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. I shall be sozo. I shall be healed. So this text in James chapter five uh, says the prayer of faith will, in other words, heal the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And it says here, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So what a beautiful promise this is that when somebody is suffering, somebody is sick, that you can call for the elders. Now, elders in this context are speaking about the overseers, the matured in faith, uh, not the the new believer who may not yet understand or, or believe the scripture, but this is somebody who has a matured faith. And they say, let them pray over him and anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, Uh, This warrants more teaching, but I'll briefly say that the oil in this text is not the key agent of the healing. Uh, It was very common during that day that they would carry oil with them or they would have oil with them and that they would anoint bruises in the body. But the oil is not the agent of the healing, but rather a symbol, a symbol of of the Lord's spirit. But it, it says here that they are to pray in the name of the Lord. And so now we have two elements here. We have uh, the element of uh, describing that there needs to be faith that's expecting it to happen, that has it, that faith that says there's an expectation that's sure. And the second here is we see the invoking or the utilization of the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord. This is the authority. This is what Jesus describes in Luke chapter 10. And, and they, they came back, and after Jesus gave them power to heal sickness and disease, they came back and said, Lord, the demons are subject unto us 
through thy name. And that could be found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verse 17. Now, the text goes a little bit further in verse 16. It says, confess your trespasses, which means your sins, to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And that's what precedes this idea of effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So we have here the idea of the confessing of sin. So this is another element of something that's going to be contributing to an effective or fervent prayer. You see, we don't want to go into prayer having sin in our life unconfessed. We want to go to God and confess sin. We want to say, Lord, this is what has happened. This is what I've done. This is what I've said. This is what I've thought. Lord, here's the motivations of my heart that are not righteous. And Lord, I agree with you. Lord, I, I agree that these things are not good. And Lord, I, I, I ask, Lord God, for the, uh, for the forgiveness of these sins, which we have, praise God, through the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Now, God is very, very clear because it says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it is a beautiful thing when we are making our confession to the Lord, we are becoming cleansed of all unrighteousness and we are ready to pray for one another. We are ready to be healed. We are ready to pray the prayer of faith. We are ready to pray in uh, the name of Jesus Christ without any hindrance of the kinds of sins and things that may hinder the, the sharpness and effectiveness of the prayer. So God is describing to us in, in this text that when we can begin to uh, deploy uh, prayer of faith in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, covered by the blood of the Lamb, we are going to have the availing or the power uh, in the prayer. Now, this stands to reason again. If we have doubt, if we have a lifestyle that is uh, sinning and, 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 and wayward and not obedient to the Lord, and if we're not deploying and and running to the name of Jesus Christ, then our prayer is not going to be effective. So this is very, very important to understand. Now, some people may, they may say, you know, Pastor Steve, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to do that, but it's difficult. And, and this is why I love the rest of the text in verse 17 and 18, because it's almost as if God anticipated that we may think that this is too high and too difficult for us. But it describes in verse 17, it reads, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Now, if you know anything about Elijah, he moved in the miraculous power of God, and the Lord did mighty things through the prophet Elijah. But God is saying that Elijah was with a nature like ours. In other words, the Bible is saying we, average people, can attain the kind of prayer that Elijah did if we would understand 
what a effective and fervent prayer looks like. So I encourage you to go and actually read the account in the Old Testament about Elijah so that you can actually grab and see how powerful a movement that he was walking in and how God used him. You can do that by reading uh, the book of First Kings in chapter 17 and 18. Read those two chapters so you can get a sense of this magnitude of James chapter 5 verse 17 when it says Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. God wants us to be encouraged. God wants us to pray prayers that avail much. He doesn't want our prayers to be empty and hindered and and trapped. He wants our prayers to bust through this natural realm and and get into the supernatural realm where the miracle power of God is. And that's where your healing is. And faith is the key. Jesus Christ often told the people who were healed, he says, your faith has made you well. And so we may be looking and saying, but I'd like to grow that faith, but how do I grow that faith? Well, the Bible tells us exactly how to do it. And I want to thank God because we can all do it. There's not one person listening to this podcast right now that can't grow their faith if they are willing to follow what God says to do in his word. So we're going to look at Romans chapter 10, and we're going to read verse 17. It says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Yes, when we read the Bible, when we believe the Bible, when we receive the word of God, our faith is growing. Even if you don't understand everything you're reading at once, keep reading and allow the word of God to frame your faith, frame your emotions, to to create a new environment inside of your mind. Because as you're listening to the word of God, You're literally listening to the heart of God. And when the heart of God is released in your body, you begin to get changed from the inside out. And so this prayer of faith will begin to grow and grow and grow and grow in its intensity. And that's why everyone should be reading the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God, learning the Word of God, studying the Word of God, be saturated in the Word of God, because that is where faith comes from. And that's why even on the Be Healed podcast, I am referring to so many scriptures. One, I don't want you to think it's coming from me or my opinion. Two, I want you to go to that Word and meditate on those scriptures, because that's how you're going to be healed. And you can pray for loved ones. You don't need a person who's been ordained or a reverend or a pastor. The power of God is for every man and woman and child. And it's so powerful to know that all across the world, even small children pray for other people and miracles are released. Why? Because it isn't about age. It isn't about how long we've been to church. It's about the effectiveness and the fervency of a prayer. So that's why we want to pray effectively with faith in the authority of the name of Jesus without the encumbrance of sin, 
And we want to be doing that in a fervent way that says, Lord, I'm holding what I've prayed. I will see what I've prayed. I have confidence. I have a hope. I have the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Yes, God, I have faith and I hold it. And you're going to see things change in your body. So I'd like to pray for you right now that you're going to have that movement in your life that's going to take your eyes off of the problem, off of the fear, and that you're going to put them in the word of God and that the prayer of faith, which is effective and fervent, is going to create a new shift in your life. Now, if you've prayed for healing a lot, but you haven't seen results, well, get ready because it's going to change as you pray the prayer of faith. Lord, I pray for everyone listening right now. Father, that the word will come to life for them as they read, that their hearts and their minds will be united with what you write in your word. Lord, I pray, God, for the elders and friends and the matured faith. Lord, even for them to pray for themselves, the prayer of faith. Lord God, that is steeped with the authority of the name of Jesus. Lord, that there will be confession of sin, a turning away of sin. And Lord God, that they will realize that they have natures like Elijah and that they can do what Elijah did. They can pray and expect and see miracles happening in their lives. Lord, we declare God a prayer of faith now. Lord, for their body to be healed. Lord, for their mind to be healed. Lord, for that sickness to depart now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I give you thanks and praise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name for your promise and for your word coming true in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Well, God bless you. This has been another episode of the Be Healed podcast. I'm Steve Hannett. And again, I want you to get that new ebook I've written called Breakthrough. You can get it by typing healing in your texting app to 94000. Just type healing right now. Grab your phone. Let's get it done right now and type healing to 94000. Where the phone number would be is where you'd put 94,000 and where you normally type a text message. That's where you put healing and just hit send. And you'll get that free ebook, which is going to enable you to get that spiritual breakthrough. Get out of a slump. Cover seven specific things that you can do to experience a personal revival in your life. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel, just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live 
in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.